Welcome to Topsail Insider, where you can hear all about the businesses and events in the beautiful coastal towns in the greater Topsail area of North Carolina. Coming up, meet Jeff Peterson, the entrepreneur behind Surf City Line, Turtle Shell Properties, and the Island Inn Motel, all just steps from the beautiful beaches of Topsail Island. Jeff shares the secrets to his success from his early ventures at the age of 21 to managing multiple businesses from Topsail in Jacksonville to the Raleigh area of North Carolina on today's episode of Topsail Insider. Experience a new level of luxury on Topsail Island at Saltwater Suites in Surf City, North Carolina. With no nightly minimum, you can enjoy short getaways or an extended stay. Each suite features luxury bedding, full kitchens with dining tables and dishwashers. And all suites other than the 380A suites have full-size washers and dryers. And don't forget about those beautiful ocean views. 24-7 self-check-in provides a hassle-free and seamless experience. Saltwater Suites is the perfect choice for your next beach getaway. Book your next topsail visit at saltwatertopsail.com or call 910-886-4818. Saltwater Suites, Topsail Island's premier luxury hospitality experience. Welcome to Topsail Insider. My name is Krista and I am your host. Today we are talking to Jeff Peterson. So usually I introduce the business owner and their business, and it's singular. But in this case, Jeff Peterson, he actually has multiple businesses between Topsail Island, Jacksonville, and the Raleigh area of North Carolina. We'll discuss most of them today with a focus on three here that are on the island. It's the restaurant that he owns with his son, Chris. It's called Surf City Line. His vacation rental property management company is called Turtle Shell Properties. And his hotel, the very cute, is called the Island Inn. So welcome, Jeff. Thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and thank you for having me, Krista. I'm really looking forward to this episode. I had the conversation with you, and I thought it went very well, and I was intrigued by just what you're doing after listening to some of your earlier podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. We did. We had a couple of great conversations on the phone where I got to learn a lot about you and you're a very busy man. I am surprised that you even have time to show up today. So let's go ahead and give an overview of just how deeply ingrained you are in the local hospitality, the real estate, and also the food scene just here on Topsail Island. When I heard your introduction, I got to thinking that I have when he said he has so many businesses, that's because I still haven't figured out what I want to do or be when I grow up. <laughs> and it's funny, but in a little way, that's true. So on the island, we, of course, we have our Turtle Shell Properties, which is our management company, but we really only manage our own properties. Okay. So there's that. And then we've started Surf City Line, mm -hmm. which is a restaurant that I own with my son. And that started a few years ago. And so we've enjoyed working with that. And then finally, of course, we have the Island in Motel. I think I would call it a motel. Board motel? Hotel. I okay. think so, yes. But, I was wondering about that. I actually wonder about it too, but that has been really enjoyable to do and it's, it segues really well in with the rental properties. You are also building, it's not on the island, but it's still Surf City. You're building some apartments. Can you tell me a little bit about those? Well, we haven't started those yet, but we're, we're in um, the planning phases right now. So we're, the plans are almost finished. It's going to be 60 units of one, two, and three bedroom apartments and mm -hmm. they're right off Belt Road behind okay. Check and Check. And down the road a little bit, 
people I'm telling you, he's got his hands in everything. Mm-hmm. So down the road a little bit, now we're in Jacksonville. You own a salon. It's called Evolutions Salon Studio. Yes. Actually, we started the salon three years ago. It's in my shopping center, New River Shopping Center, which has been a mainstay there in the community for years. Actually, it's the original shopping center in Jacksonville. It's 40 different booths. Each booth is a separate room. So in essence, there are the opportunity for 40 different small businesses. And each one of them, anything from hairdressers, stylists, makeup artists, barbers, mm-hmm. uh, wellness, permanent makeup. Yeah. Um, microblading, nails, hair removal. Yes. Yeah. I, I love this business model so much because it's, it reminds me a lot of Upstairs Hampstead where you have a space for people who aren't ready to have their own brick and mortar, but they want to start their own business. They don't want to rent a chair in someone else's business. And I think this affords people the opportunity to be entrepreneurs and step into being a business owner the gentle way. That's a very good point. And you're exactly correct. The added bonus with this was we started this during COVID or just before COVID. And that's when we were under construction. So That worked really well with people that still wanted to come in and see their stylist, but were uncomfortable with big crowds. So being very private helped a lot. And aren't you building another salon? We are going to be building one in Holly Springs Mm -hmm. in a development project that I'm also doing there. That one will be very similar, but a little bit more upscale because it's a much bigger market. Okay. Holly Springs, that's near Raleigh. That's, yes, it's in between Cary and Apex. These suites, are they fully furnished? We furnish them with the chair, the mirror, a couple of basic things. And we found that most stylists, they want to really do the room themselves. Put their own spin on it. Yes. And you split your time between Topsail and the Raleigh-Holly Springs area. Is that right? Yes. You have a lot of stuff going on in, in the Holly Springs area too. Can you mention a couple of those? Yes. And Holly Springs, of course, that's probably the largest project that I'm working on. That is 316 apartments and 47,000 feet of retail. We've just started doing our pre-leasing. One will be the salon. And then we've got a a Pilates group that's going in there. We're talking to a dental outfit. There's several restaurants that'll be going in, but that is a huge undertaking. And it is finally out of the ground and going vertical. It's taken me way better than 10 years. And then to put together 20 acres I had to buy the nine neighbors to get it done. It's 300 plus apartments. Yes. But you said it's also retail spaces. Is it all connected? Is it kind of like a Mayfair? Very similar. Very similar. So on the road sides, that has the retail down below. Mm -hmm. And then there's apartments above. So there's elevators for the apartments, four stories of apartments. And then on the back side, it's more garden style where you just have the apartments and the clubhouse and pool. Nice. It sounds great. So that is, that's a lot, Jeff. (laughs) And when I was writing your episode, I was typing all this up. I'm like, I don't know how you do it all. Do you have an assistant? Who helps you do all this? I could not do this by myself. I have all of my children work with me. How many children do you have? Five. Five children. children. And they're all adults and running parts of your businesses? Yes. And and then you also have a fiance as well? Yes. What I'm asking is how do you find that work-life balance? Like how are you doing all of this stuff between here and Holly Springs, but still have time with for five kids. I have grandkids grandkids, as well. yes. and a fiance. How are you doing it? That's not quite as hard as what it would seem. So my fiance, Stephanie, is a local realtor here. So I just added her to the business and she manages the Turtle Shell properties. Okay. She manages a lot of facets of the business down here, which actually saves me a ton. So we work together a lot, and Mm -hmm. so that balances it very well. My daughter runs the consignment store in in Cary. That's a huge part of the business that we do. 
we also have the building company and the building company, my son, Chris here locally runs that. And he also manages the managers at Surf City Line mm-hmm. and Island Inn as well. So that takes a lot of it off of me. So you mentioned that consignment store. So I want to dive into your personal history. I want to hear about your early years. And I want to know where you're from, what your influences were when you were growing up. When I talked to you, you spoke about buying your first home at the age of 21. You told me about opening your first business, which I believe was that consignment store or the upholstery, or maybe that was combined together. But I just want to hear how you got started so early and what led you down this path of entrepreneurship. Some of it you just fall into, but I, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. I grew up in Richlands right down the street. Yeah. Near Jacksonville, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a farm community. It was in the Boy Scouts, Eagle Scout. Oh, you Um, were? Yeah. So I enjoy that part and then went to college. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where'd you go? East Carolina. Okay, good. Yeah. So I did not graduate. I didn't stay long. (laughs) I I wasn't what you would call a great student. Mm -hmm. I worked all the time. Okay. So that's what I was doing was working. So I started the upholstery shop and basically I started on my 21st birthday and wow. uh, we still do upholstery in the consignment store in Cary. So we've never given that up. Oh, that's so, so we cool. still do it. Yeah. Yeah. And two of your children are running that. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So okay. Ashley's my daughter and she manages it and she's a rock star. Really? Absolute rock star there. Yeah. She does very well. And then Mike is part owner. And he helps with that as well, but also he helps manage the properties up there in Cary. So Mike is your oldest son? Yes. He's given you two beautiful grandkids. Yes. And he runs that consignment store with your daughter? Yes. And you have two sons here that run a, a moving business. Is that right? Well, Connor has the moving business here. Okay. Okay. So he does the moving business, but he also works for us. And he's learning that business, working for us down here. Carrie's the youngest, and he has a moving business up in Carrie. So Carrie and Carrie. Okay, yes. got it. <laughs> I was wondering. It gets a little, gets a little confusing. <laughs> in my notes, I'm like, Carrie, is he talking about Carrie? Did I get the name wrong? No. Okay, grew up in Richlands. You started your first business on your 21st birthday, and you bought a house as well when you were 21. I did. Wow. I wasn't thinking about that at 21. <laughs> well, when I opened the upholstery shop, I was literally running it out of a second bedroom of a house that I was renting renting, and then looked around and finally found a small house. And when I say small, it was 800 feet, but it had a detached garage out back that I could run the business out of. So that's nice. where I started. How did you ultimately end up here in Topsail? Just got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a, it's not a linear path. It's never linear, but the easy part would be to say that years ago, I wanted my own home. I had mentioned before that my parents, they had never actually owned a home. And I didn't realize that growing up, but they always rented. I always knew that I wanted something a little bit more. I always wanted property. I was always interested in property. Even as a teenager, I was always looking at property. So I knew that's what I was interested in and getting that stability of ownership. I had a house and then I started buying townhomes, which you could buy a townhome and assume somebody's loan back in the day. And that's how I started. Eventually, I was looking at buying a beach house and I wanted a beach house. And so I chose Topsail. Okay. Because it's proximity to the Triangle and also it's close to Jacksonville. I remember you saying that you spent some time in Wrightsville Beach. I would go down there and visit friends of mine in Rotary that had beach houses at Wrightsville. And I'd walk up down the docks and Mm -hmm. see all these other boats, these really nice yacht type boats. Yeah. And I'd get talking to different people there and the owners. And I never found a person that was in the upholstery business. They were all in real estate development, building. So I knew that I was in the wrong The wrong business. So you're thinking real estate is the path that I need to shift to. Yes, because of the, I say passive income. It's not really passive income, Mm -hmm. but 
but it is. You mentioned the Rotary Club just now. You're heavily involved with the Rotary Club, right? Well, we formed a new club in Cary. There's five Rotary Clubs in Cary, and I was asked to join the last club that formed. That was 33 years ago. I'm a charter member of Rotary, Cary McGregor Rotary Club, and I've enjoyed it. Yes, it's we meet every week, and most of my best friends are from Rotary. Back in the day when I first started Rotary, we're 33 years ago, I was working 12, 16-hour days. I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. All I did was work. That's it. Joining Rotary, I met a lot of people and made a lot of lifetime friends, which were still all friends. And also, you've owned vacation rental homes on Topsail Island for 30 years? Well, home. Home. Home, yes. You bought your first home 30 years ago? You don't seem old enough to be doing 33 years ago this and 30 years ago that. I started when I was 12. (laughs) I think, you know what? I believe you. That may not be the first lie, but that is a lie, yes. All right, so the three main businesses that we want to cover in more detail today are Surf City Line, your property management company, Turtle Shell Properties, and the Island Inn. Let's go ahead and start with Surf City Line. It's an island favorite. It's one of my favorites. I just discovered it recently, as a matter of fact, and it's got great tacos. It's got a full bar full of wonderful margaritas. It's a very laid-back beach vibe. It's got these amazing multi-level decks outside. So you you can be at the bottom where the live music typically is. You can go up a little bit higher. And I, I didn't go up on the top floor. Can you see the ocean from there? Yes. It's amazing. And you have this walkway, a, a deck, an extended deck that goes from the restaurant past some of your rental homes, as a matter of fact, which we'll talk about in a minute, and right out to the beach. So you can go from the restaurant, enjoy your tacos and margaritas, and then just walk out and stroll on the beach. It's just, it's really wonderful. How long has that business been open? Three years. Three years. So when you were deciding with Chris to open up a restaurant on the island, did you already know that it was going to be tacos and margaritas? Or did you guys sit down and say, let's decide what we want to do? I think early on, we we thought of many concepts, of course, and that's Mm -hmm. what we ultimately decided on. I can't remember exactly why, but early on, Chris was not going to be a partner Then during construction, he ran all the construction, ran the construction crews, and we did all the decks, we did all the remodeling. And at the end of it, Chris was due for a little bit more compensation, and he said, you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have ownership. So I said, great, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, because smart for me as well, because it just took so much of it off of me. Yeah. And he's been fantastic. Wonderful. So I was under the assumption that you bought that property and then maybe even added the decking and stuff on it later, but you're saying that all went up together. We had bought it when it was still the Brass Pelican. Oh, it was the Brass Pelican. Yes, yes. I owned it back when it was the Brass Pelican. It was a bar. It was a late night dive bar. They were a great mainstay on the island forever, but we knew we wanted to do a restaurant family kind of atmosphere. We wanted not to have a late night bar. There's several of them on the island. Trailer bars, fantastic. Right. 10th Street bars, fantastic. We just knew we wanted to be a little something different, and I didn't mm-hmm. want that liability. Tell yeah. me if I'm wrong, but th- okay. I think that you're, these are not just tacos. These are elevated tacos. Yes, <laughs> yes they are. It's not like a, I say Mexican, but it's not really Mexican. Mm-mm. It's more Southwestern yeah. meets Miami kind of food vibe there. So it's definitely not, if you're looking to go for Mexican, I don't think that's If you're looking really for street tacos, yes. this yes. is not your place, no. but man, are they elevated. It's yes. really good food. Thank you. Lots Thank of you. different salsas. I was actually working for a company and we had a company event there. So they shut the place down, oh. which was so nice. 
and just the attention to detail from the manager there, Jay. Yes. And the service, some of the best service I have ever received on the island. And I'm not dissing on any of the other restaurants. It was nice. That's always good to hear. Jay started as the head chef and quickly elevated himself to the manager. And so that worked out really well. That's great. Did he help with deciding this menu? He was on board from the beginning. He was on board and he designed most of that menu. He did? Yes. A fabulous job. What else would you like to tell us about uh, Surf uh, City Line? I will tell you this little story, which kind of goes into the property stuff as well. But when we first started, my idea, I wanted a rooftop experience. So Mm -hmm. you'd be able to go up to the very rooftop and we built that. And you get all the way to the top and you can look out over the little building that's in front of it. And then you see the ocean. That came up for sale or it was going to be sold. The guy was wanting to sell and I bought it defensively. I didn't buy it because I thought it was good. The place was the most dilapidated place that I'd ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. When I say terrible, that's where you went for your drugs. People sleeping on mattresses, no plumbing Mm. working down below. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of them that were decent, but all down below was terrible. Was it multiple units at that time? Yes. Yes, it was multiple units, but most of them were were not working correctly. Uh And they could have, I don't know how they were even able to stay open. But I knew that if someone else bought it, they were going to build a four-story house. If you look on either side of that, it's huge buildings. Mm -hmm. And I said, that'll defeat the whole purpose. Of of, that upper deck. Yes. So I bought it. And we decided to renovate it. The whole time we're building this, I'm wondering whether I'm just taking good money and throwing it after bad money. And we got it done. And that has been, on the turtle shell property side, that has been the best dollar for dollar property that we've had. Really? Unbelievable. I did look at that property on your website. It's a really cute property. And y'all did a great job updating it. That is a lovely segue because I would like to transition to your property management company, Turtle Shell Properties. But before we do, is there anything else that listeners should know about Surf City Line? They just need to come out. Come on out. Come on out. We have live music just Friday and Saturdays during the winter. Of course, in the summer, it's pretty much every night. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was every night. The address for Surf City Line is 2112 North New River Drive in Surf City. All right. So let's go on to your vacation rentals around the island. How many rental properties do you have? I think it's 25 right now. When I say properties, that's 25 different doors. The property we were just talking about by Surf City Line, how many units are in that one? Seven. So multiple properties, but 25 rental units. Yes. Did you say there's another one that's currently under construction? We just finished construction on South Shore Drive, which is the big house. That is a nine bedroom, nine bath, three half bath. It's got a a fire pit and a rooftop hot tub, and it's got a a oceanfront pool. That is our, I think that's our flagship right now. That is a very nice. Certainly sounds like it. It took way longer and cost a lot more. The budget was thrown out on day one. It just went away, but but it's going to be an awesome property. So Turtle Shell Properties manages these 25 units, but you also list them elsewhere. Yes. We started off listing them primarily with Airbnb. Last year, we expanded into Verbo Mm -hmm. as well. And we also do our own website and we try to do direct bookings. So the idea, of course, is to convert people into direct bookings so that we can handle them. You prefer to do it through Turtle Shell versus Verbo or, or Airbnb? Yes, um, it, saves, it saves the customer's money because Airbnb and Verbo charge, I don't know, 13 to 15% to the customer on the side. And then they also charge us 
So it's quite a bit more expensive. Do you use QR codes and keyless entries for your units? It seems like everyone's going in that direction right now. That is a common thing on all of your properties? Yes, we do. We have key code entry on everything. We give out the code the day of, after they've been cleaned, after they've been inspected, Mm -hmm. then we give out the codes. I did look through the properties and they're they're very new. A lot of them seem like they are brand new. They're very well decorated. They're really beautiful. What I noticed online about your pictures is there's literally something for everybody. So you've got the really the small, more romantic settings, but you also have properties that have big yards, surprisingly big yards that was fenced in and play mm. sets and the works. Well, I will tell you this. So funny you bring that up about they all look new that of course they should they're supposed to <laughs> but uh when i mentioned before about the turtle shell bungalows that's the place that's right behind sur city line yeah those are the seven units there renovating those we were so worried because of just how bad they were mm-hmm. and i was worried that they should have been bulldozed instead of renovated so we finally finished with those and then i was thinking that okay nothing can be worse and so we picked up the next property and sure enough, it was worse. Really? It was absolutely worse. And we did that one. Was it a single unit? No, or? this was a four units. Mm-hmm. It was a quad. It was four units. That one was worse. And then the we picked up another one. And that one, if possible, it was the worst of all. Oh, my gosh. And I remember working on that. And the subcontractors were in there. And they were just going like, well, I don't know why you didn't just tear it down. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you tear it down? And they're all looking at us like we're idiots because we didn't tear it down, which is what I'm thinking in the back of my head anyway, (laughs) but we did not. And it worked out very well. And so now it's, you know, those units are some of our best ones. So ultimately the ones that you were worried about the most about, wow, this is going to be a heavy reno have turned out to be really, really good rental properties for you. Yes. Awesome. That's good to hear. What else is lovely that I noticed on your website and your hotel as well is that your your units are very pet friendly. I don't know if it's all of them or not. I don't know if you like these are and these are not, but I love traveling with my dog. Her name is Matilda. And if we could find a place that's as lovely as the properties that you have, I would feel so fortunate to be able to take my dog. Do you have limitations on that? We have some size limitations mm-hmm. and maybe breeds. We're not totally strict on it, but we allow pets. We allow dogs in every single unit. Every and, single one. Yes. And when people ask, when people ask, they'll say, is it okay if we bring so-and-so? And I normally come back with, if they can vouch for you, they are welcome. You know? <laughs> so, so dogs really don't cause a lot of issues. We have not had any damages with dogs. The cleaning is a little bit more because of pet hair and things, mm-hmm. but we have a very good system for doing that. So Okay. I don't know if you if you caught it or not, but our Chamber of Commerce just put out maybe it was a newsletter, a piece of news where they said that Surf City is one of uh was voted one of the most pet friendly beaches in North Carolina. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's true because at Wrightsville I don't think you can have them on the beach at all. Oh really? Yes. All right. Well I love that about our town because I love my four legged friends. Also very kid friendly. You have play sets in some of your units. Just very family-friendly units available to you. The office for the Turtle Show Properties is actually located at the hotel, correct? Kind of yes and kind Currently. of no. Currently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Currently, we have plans for we're we're in negotiations right now and we will be moving. That. Okay. We'll be having a regular regular office, okay. which is what we need. It's to, uh, Island is just too small to run two companies out of there. Gotcha. 
So last but certainly not least, we're going to talk about Island Inn. It is super cute. It is only steps to the beach, and it is family-friendly and, and again, dog-friendly, and it has a pool. So how long has this motel been around? Because I have a feeling it's been there for a while, and you renoed. Am I correct? You are correct. I'm not sure exactly when it was built, but it was in operation for a long time, and the previous owners did a great job with it. That was not a renovation. Not like the other ones that we had. Oh, okay. The bones on Island Inn were fantastic, and mm-hmm. the previous owners had done a great job. They were just tired, and they ran it more like a '70s style motel, where we're, we've been trying to upgrade it as far as automate a lot of things. We did go and put lipstick on the outside of it, so Stephanie did all that, picked out paints and landscaping, and she did lighting, a great job. I love it. Everything, yeah. So, so signage, so all of that was money very well spent. Last year, we went ahead and took out all of the old dilapidated washers and dryers, and we put in very large commercial washer and dryers. So we handle all of our linens for all of the properties out of Island Inn. Okay, gotcha. Which, if you think about it, we have probably 120 beds, and they oh, turn wow. some of those turn two and three times a week in the yeah. summer. Uh, so it's a it's a full time. That part is a full-time job. How many units are at the Island Inn? There's 20. 20 units. I noticed some had three beds, some had two. Like, do you have how most, many? Most of them are two beds. Two beds? Yes. Okay. Do you have any downtime? Like, some of the places on the island tend to close down during the winter. I think since we've had a bit of an explosion here with our population that I think a lot of businesses are choosing to stay open year-round. How are you guys handling that? Previous to our ownership, it was closed for three months during the winter. We've mm-hmm. decided to leave it open. Open year-round? Yes, we're okay. open year-round. We don't do a lot in January, December, January, but we do enough to stay open. Very good. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the location of the Island Inn. Hey, if you thought it couldn't get any better than Saltwater Suites, well, I have some exciting news. I am thrilled to announce the grand opening of the new Saltwater Resort this May in the heart of Surf City, North Carolina. Saltwater Resort will absolutely redefine hospitality, creating a truly elevated vacation experience. All 24 suites offer opulent bedding, full-size washers and dryers, and well-appointed kitchens equipped with dining tables and dishwashers. And now you can relax and enjoy their beautiful saltwater pool. Are you ready to elevate your next Topsail adventure? Reserve your stay at saltwatertopsail.com or call 910-886-4818. Saltwater Resort, where luxury meets the waves and every moment is a celebration. Hey, insiders. If you haven't tried Surf City Line, what are you waiting for? Chef Jay has created amazing made-from-scratch beach and bowls, delicious peel-and-eat shrimp by the pound, wings, salads, and more. And they have a wonderful multi-level deck for listening to live music, soaking up the sun, and enjoying food, drinks, and some of the best service on Topsail Island. Follow Surf City Line on Facebook and Instagram, where you'll find their lineup for all of their live entertainment. 
feel like walking off that delicious food before heading home? Well, take their walkway right to the ocean for a quick stroll on the beach. They have plenty of parking right next to the restaurant and a large lot across the street. They're located at 2112 North New River Drive, where Surf City meets North Topsail. I'll see you at Surf City Line. Well, if you're any closer, high tide, you might get wet. <laughs> it's, it's not quite, but it's very, it's very close. It's right downtown Surf City, of yeah. course. Step across the street and the public access is right there. So you get to walk right across the street and you're in the ocean. So it's a perfect location. You can walk everywhere to restaurants. You bars. really are in the heart of it. Yes. Truly. All of the restaurants are so close by. The shopping is so close by. You have, it looks like on the website that the hotel rooms have their own picnic tables per room. Is that right? Yes. Did I get that right? Yes. Each one of them has their own little picnic table. Nice. Okay. And it has mini fridges and microwaves in each room, wireless internet, you have satellite TV. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Well, there is a pool. A <gasps> oh, pool the pool, well. of course. Yes. How can I forget the pool? Yes. Close to the time that we picked up Island Inn, we also purchased the property next door. So I don't know if we talked about this earlier, but a few years back, one of the town inspectors came to me and said, look, we would love for you to pursue buying blizzards. blizzards. Blizzards was a motel that was right next door to Island Inn on the 200 block of North Shore. So they approached us about buying that, and they had been unable to work with the owner who had moved away years ago. The property has sat for 15 years or longer, and vines growing up the- Oh, it's not in walls, use at all. No, it was not in use at all. It was, you know, there's blue tarp on the ceilings. There mm -hmm. was mold in there. You just about feel more comfortable wearing a hazmat suit when mm -hmm. you walked in. I mean, it was all boarded up. It made everything else look like the Taj Mahal when from our renovations. Yeah, oh, so really? So the inspector who had been working with a lot on the previous renovations, he said, Jeff, you really need to see if you can get this. We would love, we'll work with you. We will mm -hmm. work with you, the town. Okay. I said, okay. Well, it took me three months to even find the guy. And we oh, finally the, found the him, owner, the owner, six months of negotiations to try to purchase the motel. He was a hoarder and every room in that motel was floor to ceiling with stuff. Wow. All of it ruined, but he didn't want to get rid of anything. So it wasn't a matter of money with him. It was a matter of him wanting to be able to have time to move his stuff. So we closed on the property and I gave him six months to move his stuff out. That was really nice. It would take me longer than that, <laughs> but, yeah. but four months went by and he never touched it. He didn't do the first thing. Then the place burned down <gasps> to the ground. Oh um, my gosh. Yes. Yes. It, it was, it, we were at the stage of, we didn't know whether we were going to try to renovate it yeah. or tear it down. And in talks with the town, we're trying to figure out what they would allow us to do if we yeah. tore it down. And then it burned down. They caught the guy that did it, it was arson. Oh, wow. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, our, so, but I remember it kind of took all the decision off of us. So how did you break the news to the owner? How did that go down? Well, he was no longer the owner. We were the owner. But, but you had given had him this time to get to his, stuff his stuff out. out. Was he brokenhearted? You know, he didn't really say. He didn't. He, did, he didn't really say. There mm -hmm. was, I mean, there was nothing. It, it burnt. Like, there was not a pot in there. There was, I mean, it burnt wow. all the way to the ground. 
it saved us the demolition. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so the blessing in disguise for yes. you. And we still have not, that's probably our next build. We have the plans. We're just working for approval right now on that. But that's going to be 12 two-bedroom apartments, and it'll have retail down below, a little piece of retail down below, and that'll join with Island Inn. So it'll be like the suites of Island Inn. Okay. So yeah. it is going to be a part of Island yes. Inn. Yes. Okay. That's lovely. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. You didn't tell me about that. It's funny in my notes, I did see something fire. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember him saying anything about a fire. So maybe, just touched maybe yeah, you yeah. like, I, and I'll tell you the, about the fire. All right. Well, that is, so that's really cool. I can't wait. So when are you going to start building? We hope soon. <laughs> it's, it's already taken a year longer than what we thought. Yeah. Everything yeah. takes longer. Yeah, of course. So everybody, the website is topsailislandin.com. You can go there for wonderful photos. You can book online or you can call 910-328-2341. And the address there for the Island Inn is 202 Goldsboro Avenue. And that's in Surf City, North Carolina, 28445. Is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know about the Island Inn? I can't think of anything, but it's, it's been a favorite. It, it's, yeah. There's a lot of long-term people that come back year after year. I'm going so to have to go check it out. Come. A lot of fishermen come as well. Yeah. So a lot of those older motels there were for fishermen a long time ago where they would just come. They needed a place to lay their head. So it was never anything fancy. It was a fishing town. Surf City was a fishing town. My grandmother, who is no longer uh, with us today, but she used to go. She loved sitting on that pier. Like that was one of her favorite things to do, Surf City Pier. Are there any other motels on the island that just need some lipstick and <laughs> can be redone? I know there are some at the south end of the island. Oh, okay. Uh, not in Surf City. I'm not sure the shape of them. Okay. Well, we are almost done here. And I just want to know if you have any other future plans that we haven't discussed yet. Not so many. Like I said, I'll know what, when I grow up what I want to be. <laughs> but, you know, before too long, I have a, the property in Cary. We will be renovating that. So that's going to be a big renovation because we also, the consignment store, we also have a lot of other businesses that rent from us right there in that same place. Okay. Oh, you're renovating that building where the consignment store is? How big it's is that building? 30,000 feet. Wow. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting that started because that's downtown Cary, which Cary, mm -hmm. if you know anything about Cary, Cary has absolutely exploded especially the downtown yeah. area has, has, and so now it's past time to start on that. Gotcha. You've got the apartment buildings that are under construction and you just, you amaze me how you get all of oh. this stuff done and you're so low stress. At least that's the vibe you put out in the world is like, you've got everything under control. So some days are better than others, <laughs> but I'm glad that I have a lot of good help and I'm, I'm extremely lucky that I have my children involved yeah. you yeah. Know, heavily in the businesses and they're, you know, they're wanting ownership, which actually it's much better for me to do that with them like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a gift for them too. Yeah. You know, they get to step into the entrepreneurial world themselves and take it and run with it, which it sounds like they have. Yes. And speaking of future plans, you are engaged. So I just want yes. to say congratulations <laughs> you. to you Thank and you. Stephanie. <laughs> Has the wedding planning started yet? We have started the wedding planning. We have reached no agreement on the plan. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's ongoing. Well, that's I ongoing. wish you good but luck yes. with that. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. But in, in the meantime, of course, she's running so much stuff for me down here. I was like, I better behave. Yeah. I better, no I better do what she wants. Yes. <laughs>
Okay, so before we finish up, I would like to do our final thoughts. And basically that is just tell me one thing that you want the listeners to know about you, Jeff Peterson, or any of your businesses here on the island. Well, there's nothing to know about me. I'm an open book. But, <laughs> but I, I think one thing that I would like to share, which I always try to share a little bit, is that we love the support from the community and we love supporting the community. There are so many businesses down here, small businesses that we love to support. Several of them come to mind, like Assure Wellness, Surf City Coffee, Hidden Ships Distillery, which is brand yeah. new. There, yeah. There's the local art gallery and Margarita's Pizza. And, and, then the, and then, of course, you know, the local bars and restaurants, the, the, the bars like 10th Street and mm -hmm. Trailer Bar, Scallywags, of course, yeah. is a big one. And Buddies has been there forever. Right. So we like we like all of these people. And I know so many of the owners. And so it's nice being able to support each other in what we're doing here. Absolutely. Our community is really tight and everybody does lift each other up and help out. And that's one thing I admire about the business owners in our area. Well, thank you so much for giving me some time today, Jeff. I really appreciate it. I know that you're a busy man and I, I don't even want to know where you're running off to next. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we've covered a lot here today and I know it was a lot. So listeners, we're not going to go over the contact information again right now. Just look in the show notes. I'm going to give you the addresses, the phone numbers, the websites that were listed today. And that will all be in your show notes and they'll be clickable there. So and don't forget that we do have chapter markers, both if you go to the Budsprout site or if you go to Topsail Insider, we now have chapter markers there as well. Just on the topsailinsider.com, they're not clickable yet, but we're hoping to see that soon. So thank you listeners for joining us today. And thank you, Jeff, for being on Topsail Insider Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Krista. I really enjoyed today. Thank My you. pleasure. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode of Topsail Insider, please show your support by clicking the follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Please also go to TopsailInsider.com and join our mailing list by clicking on the Make Me a Topsail Insider button. While you're there, you can click the Send Me a Voicemail button and let me know exactly what you're thinking. Your message just might be on an episode of Topsail Insider. You can email me at Krista at TopsailInsider.com or call or text me at 910-800-0111. Thank you for listening and supporting Topsail Insider and our local businesses and nonprofits. These are our neighbors and our friends, and together we build a mighty and a beautiful community I'm super proud to be a part of. I'll see you around Topsail. Hey guys, it's Leah with Topsail Talk. I explore local businesses, services, people, and activities in Topsail and its surrounding areas, and I post videos about them. You can find and follow Topsail Talk on Facebook and Instagram. You'll never know where we're going to go, but if you try one of my stops, be sure to tell them Topsail Talk sent you.